Hello, this is Evangelist Valerie Laurie coming to you with sharing the Word of God. And today we are going to be talking about uh, the woman who had the issue of blood. And we're going to be, um, you can find this story and you might want to, if you want to follow along, you might want to get your Bibles because we'll be coming out partially from some, from these books. It's going to be Matthew chapter nine, verse 20 through 22, Mark chapter five, verse 25 to 34 and Luke chapter eight verse 43 through 48. I don't know if we'll be able to cover all of that, but that's where we will pull from for our lesson today. But the woman with the issue of blood, I think that she parallels um, something that we went through. She parallels a heavy burden that she had to carry pretty much like what we faced last year and what some of us still may be facing this year because we're still dealing with the pandemic and economic economic situations. There is depression in the land, anxiety in the land. And so this lady uh, would have all of these elements that, that she had, we would have had. Although we are dealing with COVID-19, she was dealing with an issue of blood. And in we'll find in some texts that it calls that and refers to it as a plague. She was dealing with economic loss. And then she probably had loss also probably of relationships just as we have had. So we're talking about the, the topic is called perseverance is what I wanted to talk about. And so I was reminded in this Bible study of the story of the little engine that could. And so when I was a child, there was a story that was written by Roddy Piper, I believe is his name, written by him. And he writes a story about an engine that was pulling a train that had some things in it for children. And the train had to go over the mountain. It had toys and food and treats and stuff of that nature. Anyway, the train that was pulling them over the mountain, the train uh, died. It couldn't go any further and had to stop. And so what was the contents of the train got stranded. So the toys that were on the train got off the train. And then there were other trains that came by and they wanted to get pulled over the mountain. They asked three different trains that came by. They asked a, a shiny new train, a strong train, and an old train. And all of them had excuses as to why they couldn't pull them over the mountain. One of them said that they uh, was a, wasn't was that type of a train, that they pulled people and had sleeping cars and all that stuff, and they couldn't pull the likes of them. Another one thought he had just done something important, and he couldn't pull them. And another one was too old and too tired. And he couldn't pull him. And then a little bitty blue train came by. And with that little bitty blue train, they talked to him. He found out the issue. Then he said he never, he wasn't a big train. He had not uh, ever been over the other side of the mountain. But this train's thought processes were different. He says, I think I can. And so he tried to pull him. And he said, I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. And so... He did it, and after he did it, he said, I thought I could, I thought I could, I thought I could. 
So that story, if you want to share that with your children, it's by Roddy Piper, the little engine that could. But the thing about it is, is this, is any time that we're going through something in life, how we think in that process of what we're going through, how we think matters. How we think matters a whole lot. And so whenever you're going through a situation, you got to think of something. You got to, you got to think a certain way. You got to have a right mindset about your situation and what you're going through. So we look in Matthew chapter nine, we see the story of a woman who had an issue of blood. And so with her, with this issue of blood, you know, anytime in the Bible that you had blood, you, you had to stay away in the old Testament. You had to stay away from people because you were considered to be unclean. And so you couldn't go around people like, um, you know, you couldn't go around people like you normally would. It says in Matthew 20, it says in Matthew nine, verse 20, it says, and behold, a woman which was diseased with an issue of blood, 12 years came behind him. We talking about Jesus and touched the hem of his garment. For she said within herself, if I may but touch his garment, I shall be whole. But Jesus turned about, and when he saw her, he said, Daughter, be of good comfort, thy faith made thee whole. And the woman was made whole from that hour. And so we see here the story of a, of a woman who had to go through an issue of blood, meaning her menstrual cycle had been going and she had been dealing with this issue. The Bible declares for 12 years. And so she had to go through some things to be able to, um, sustain herself, to be able to live with this medical condition. She had perseverance. So despite the difficulty of her situation, she was able to get up every day. I don't know what the quality of her life was, but it didn't say that she stayed in the bed all day and nursing her wounds. When you look up the definition of perseverance, it says persistence in doing something despite difficulty or delay in achieving success. It's the ability to Keep going despite the obstacles. No matter how hard things get, you don't quit. You keep pushing until you reach success when you persevere. You insist that you insist on accomplishing something and you don't give up. No matter the difficulties, no matter the obstacles, no matter the discouragement. You're determined. You got tenacity. You believe that all things are possible when you persevere. You believe that you have a spirit of don't quit. So, like the story of the engine that believed that he could, thought I could, I believe I can, 
I know I can, I thought I could, I thought I could, I thought I could. Then this lady, as we'll find out in other passages of scripture, she didn't give up. She went to Jesus and she wanted to talk. She she didn't want to talk to him. She wanted to get her healing. We see that she believed in her mind that if she could just touch the hem, touch his garment, is what she says. She believed that if she could just touch his garment, the hem of his garment, that she could be made whole. That whatever had been stolen from her in her life, she could go back to wholeness, not just health, um, uh, a healed body, a healed mind. She could be restored for all that thing that she had lost. She wanted to be made whole in him. So the story that we needed to learn from her is that this lady, she did not give up. We'll find that If you stop and you look, let's go over and see what it says about her in Mark chapter 5. And let's see what it says about her in Mark 5. And then we need to start at verse 25. And it says, And a certain woman which had an issue of blood 12 years. Now, this is the perseverance that she went through. It says, and had suffered many things of many physicians. So if you stop and you think about when we go to doctors, she's went through things. She's been to many doctors. You think about all the blood work that's drawn. You think about how sometimes they have to take biopsies and they cut on your body. You think about with a woman when you got a gynecological issue, and I don't know what it was in biblical times that they did, but you think about when they stick that whatever it is up in the vaginal area, you think about how that's painful when you're getting a pap smear. And so it says that she had suffered many things, And then it didn't just say she went to one doctor. It says she went to many physicians. Many physicians. It might have been different types back then. I don't know. But whatever it is, this woman had been going through. And she wasn't giving up. Because she needed to get a healing. This blood, issue of blood, needed to be stopped. Now, we find out a little bit further about it. It says, and she had spent all that she had and was nothing better, but rather she grew worse. So when you're going through some things, before it even gets better, it might get worse. But this lady didn't give up. She didn't quit. She says, when she had heard of Jesus... That's why you need preachers. That's why you need testimonies from folks. That's why you need to witness. Because somebody needs to hear the story of Jesus. And then you need testimonies about when Jesus does things for you. Somebody needs to hear your testimony. Because they'll be going through the same thing that you're going through. 
and that you will be able to persevere. The story of this woman is told in the Bible. So somebody heard the story. Somebody told this lady about Jesus. The news got around. And so she heard about it. And so it says here in Mark 5 that she pressed behind him. She came up behind Jesus in the crowd. So this is another story. She's coming up behind him. She's pressing. And she's coming up behind because she knew she was unclean. But she touched the hem. She touched his garment. For she said in verse 28 of Mark 5, she says, If I may touch but his clothes, I shall be made whole. So she's she's got it in her mind that I'm going to get my healing, but I'm not just going to get healed. I'm going to get whole. So it's in her mind. And when we got something in our mind, we got a steadfastness. We got a perseverance about us that God has placed something in us. She believed that because she was drawn to Jesus because God was drawing her to Jesus. That was in her spirit that even though she had been in this situation for 12 years and she grew worse, even though she'd been in this situation 12 years, she knew that she could get a healing because she believed it in her heart that if I can get to Jesus, I can be made whole. In James 1 verse 2 through 4, it says, Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds. This lady had the issue of blood. But we have the problem with COVID-19. We've got the problem with worrying about or, or trying to stay safe from the pandemic. Our rest and our hope, we do that which we know to do. But our rest and our hope, ultimately, it lies in God. Because people have followed the precautions and done what they know to do and still got the pandemic. People have died from the pandemic. So our rest and our trust has to be in God. James 1 through 2, James chapter 1, verse 2 through 4 says, Count it all joy, my brothers, When you meet trials of various kinds, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness and steadfastness have its full effect that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. So we got to push through trials and tribulations, knowing that God is working things out on the inside of us and that we believe and we hope in God. It says that we come, we complete lacking in nothing. We believe in and we press in, in this faith, believing that even in this day and hour, that we're going to push and we're going to push forward, that our needs are going to be met in this pandemic, that God is going to keep us safe from this pandemic. And we have to have our hope and our trust in God in this matter. This lady said, I'm going to press. And I'm going to push because I'm going to be made whole. She was steadfast and she didn't give up. She went to many doctors, but she didn't quit. It was a mindset. It was a thought. It was, she believed that her day was coming. 
that there was going to be a time when she would get her healing because God was drawing her to Jesus. You see, she had to go to doctor after doctor. She went to a human source, and that was what she knew. And, and today, that's what we know. But we also know about a God source, and that's God himself. That is Jesus Christ. That is us walking by faith. That is us having Christ in us, that hope of glory, where the Spirit of God speaks to us and tells us to keep pushing, to keep pressing, that in due season you will reap if you faint not. Galatians 6 says, let us not grow weary in well-doing, for in due season we will reap if we don't give up, if we don't faint, if we don't quit. If we persevere, no matter what we go through, if we keep pushing, you keep pushing, you keep pushing, you keep pushing, you keep pressing. And if we do this, we're going to succeed if we don't give up. If God has given us a dream, if God has given us a vision, we can't quit. We can't give up. We find that the lady in verse 22, going back to Matthew, the lady, she, she had faith that her faith was to take an action. And the action that she took was to touch the hem of his garment. The action that she's taking is to touch the hem of his garment. And so she knew that if she did that, she could be made whole. The action that she's taking in Mark 5, 27, is when she had heard of Jesus, she listened about what the good things they said about the Lord. And then she took action. You know her body had to be tired. You know she had to be weary. Because when you've been bleeding and you've been bleeding for 12 years, you're anemic. Your anemic causes you to have tiredness. Your tiredness causes you to have headaches. Then she had stigma on her. She was unclean. Everybody knew she was unclean. But she wanted to go to Jesus. Hallelujah. This lady pushed. Hallelujah. You got to push. You got to press. You got to persevere. No matter what you're going through, if you want to get your breakthrough and get your healing, if you want to get your breakthrough and get your finances, if you want to get your breakthrough and have your family restored, whatever it is that you're going through, I'm just calling out examples, but you got to persevere and you can't quit. You got to have it down in your heart, that fellowship that you have with God. If you know Jesus as your personal savior, if you know God, you got to have a spirit of, I won't quit. I won't give up. I don't care how hard it is. I don't care who turns their back on me. I will get what God has promised me. That's mine. The enemy wants to distract you with, he wants to get you distracted. And if the woman had a just thought, I'm so sick. I'm going to lay in my bed all day and let people just wait on me. Then she might have wouldn't have got her healing. If when we give up and we say, I don't have enough money, what am I going to do? What can I do? 
Then take what you got. Use what you got. Amen. What if you think, I'll never get these wayward children corrected. Just let them do what they want to do. You can't think like that. When you, you got to have a mindset that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. The woman didn't give up. She didn't quit. She didn't quit. And we see in Mark 5, like I said, Mark chapter 5 in verse 26, she suffered many things. She suffered many things. She spent all that she had. So she broke. A lot of us in 2021, because of the economic situation, we don't have finances like we used to have. And, and, and some of us, it seems like nothing's getting better. It says, and, and nothing was getting better for this woman in Mark chapter 5, verse 26. But it says, but rather she grew worse. So if she grew worse, then day by day, she's getting more tired. She's getting more fatigued day by day. We're getting, some of us are getting more tired. Some of us are getting more fatigued and we want to quit and we want to give up. But it's the mindset. She said, for she said, if I may touch, but his clothes in verse 28, I shall be whole. She knew that if she could do just that one thing, I don't have to get all up in his face because she knew she couldn't because she was unclean. All I just need to do is go touch his clothes and I can get my healing. She wasn't even talking about touching the man, just touching what the man wore, that anointing in him would heal her and make her whole. So she was determined that I'm going to go out here where I know I shouldn't be. How determined are you to do what you need to do in 2021 to get your healing, to get your wholeness? She was determined. She was going in the crowd. It says, and straightway, the fountain of her blood. That tells you how bad off she was because a fountain don't never stop. A fountain can pour out. A fountain don't just drop. A fountain pours out blood. A fountain of her blood pours out blood. When you see a fountain, a fountain of water, it streams out water. That's a black, that's bad bleeding. And you know that when there's a fountain of something that's in your life and it's pouring out, maybe the mindset will be the same thing where it's like, You think to yourself, when it's a fountain of something, it never stops. If it's one thing, it's another. And you got to cast that down. Because when you think like that, you're calling things to come to you. But this woman persevered. And that's what we got to do. We got to persevere. We got to push. We got to press. Knowing that things are going to get better. We know that things will get better by and by. If you just don't quit, if you don't give up. So this woman said, and straightway the fountain of her youth was dried up and she felt in her body. She didn't go and examine nothing to see if the blood had stopped, but she felt the power 
of the living God that she was healed of that plague. Hallelujah. So it must have been that if she had a headache, hallelujah, it must have been that if she had a headache, her headache went away. All that tiredness that she was feeling in her body, it stopped. If she was cramping in her vaginal area, it stopped. Hallelujah. Whatever it was that was the indicator to her that her healing had taken place, she knew it. Even without an examination of herself or even without an examination of the doctor. So when God comes and you pray and you reach God, you seeked him and God has told you something to do. There's a perception in you that I, my prayers have been answered. I might not see the manifestation of it, but it's already done. It's already done. It's already done. Hallelujah. God has already worked it out. My situation is already healed. My situation is already fixed because I perceive it in my spirit that God has done a thing in me, that God has worked it out in me. So it says that she perceived it in her body, that she was healed. It says that she felt it, mm-hmm. her body, that she was healed of that plague. And Jesus, immediately knowing in himself, virtue had gone out of him. He says, and he asked a question, who touched me? And the disciples looked at it. I guess they was puzzled. And they said, you seeing that the multitudes throng you? He looked around to see her that had done this thing. But the woman was fearing and trembling, knowing what was done in her, came and fell down before him. I'm at verse 33 in Mark 5. It says, fell down before him and told him all the truth. The truth was, was that, She had been bleeding. The truth was, was that she had, was unclean and had touched him. And she knew that he was going to have to go through some cleansings according to what she had been taught out of the scriptures. But she knew this was Jesus. So she was afraid because of what she had been taught. She was afraid that probably he might be upset. But even though she had to have all these thoughts before, she knew she had to get her healing. And so she had even referred to this going back to verse 29. She said, and she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. In 2021. We see the coronavirus and the coronavirus is considered biblical terms, proportions to be a plague. And when plagues are sent in the Bible, plagues are sent allowed to come by God, sent by God for a correction in the people. Now, I wonder with this writer, he calls it a plague 
But the plague, it says, was healed of that plague. Her body, and she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. So I wondered if it wasn't a plague out in the community, did she feel like she was plagued by God? Was this judgment coming against her, or was this just terminology that they used that they could have used for disease? But even in life, it doesn't tell the story of this woman, what she did or anything of that nature. It just says a certain woman, and we get the story of what she was going through. But when judgment falls, though, judgment can fall on a nation, but judgment can also fall on a person. And could it have been, and I'm not saying that it was, but I have to address this issue. Could it have been that this woman may have done something in her past? Could it have been? Not saying that is always the case, but I say that because Jesus speaks to this lady after he knows what she has done. And he says, and he said unto her in that 34th verse of Mark 5, daughter, thy faith have made thee whole, go in peace and be whole of thy plague. So when he says thy plague, could it have been that this lady did face some type of a judgment and whatever judgment was on her that caused her to have an issue of blood, then it was now removed. That whatever fountain of the issue of her blood, it was stopped. So could it have been? So no matter how she got this, whether it was just a disease that she had, she persevered. Whether it was a plague that was placed specifically upon her, she persevered. And God ultimately brought her out. No matter what the condition, God brought her out. So the same thing is we have to persevere. We have to go through some things sometimes, but we have to persevere. And so if you go over to Luke 8, we see still the story of this lady. And he talks about in the 46th chapter, Jesus perceived that virtue had gone out of him after she touched his, uh, touched him. He says, who touched me? She touched his garment, but he felt her touching him. Not, he didn't say clothes. He said, who touched me? Don't you know that when you pray, God feels your prayers. When you pray, Jesus feels your prayers. Jesus feels you because of the fellowship that you have with him. When you pray that he says, who touched me? For I perceive that virtue is gone out of me. So, We see how this story, if you read, put it all together, you can see how this lady, the magnitude of the illness that she's going through, the magnitude of the thought processes that she had to have. And that's what we have to do. Our thoughts have to be a certain sort of way. We can't give up. And then when you've gone through something in life, 
I see that each time that Jesus would look at this lady, I didn't just get that he was looking at her being an, a person right in front of him and seeing outer. He saw her story. And when God sees your story and when God hears your prayers and he sees your story, he perceives and you're pulling on him. You're pulling on God. He'll give you him. Jesus will give you him. He knows that you're pulling on the virtues in him. And he's giving and he's pouring out to you. So what I'm saying in your life, just like this lady who had the issue of blood, don't give up. Don't quit. You're going to reap if you faint not. You just keep pressing. You keep pushing. You keep going no matter what. You never, ever give up. You never, ever quit. You never, ever turn back. So if God's given you something, know that an idea and you're going through hard times, you've got a sickness in your body, you've got so many problems and issues that you don't know how to deal with them. Today, I'm just talking to you about perseverance. You keep pushing, you keep pressing, you keep fighting, and just know that you're not in this alone. All of us have something that we have to face and we have to go through. But with God, all things are possible. And then you gain your strength from God. He infuses you every day to get up and to go fresh. The lady with the issue of blood, she was healed. But she was made whole. You think about how bad her mind had to be because of what she had gone through as far as it came with emotions. If everywhere you go, people look down on you and know you're unclean. If you know you got to watch who you touch. If you know you really, according to the way that you have been taught by the scriptures, that you couldn't even have anybody to touch you, to hold you. Because you're unclean. But she was drawn to Jesus. Somebody told her about the good news of Jesus and how he was healing. And she was made whole because she dared to venture forth. She dared to press. She dared to not linger on what doctors had told her in the past. She dared to go forward with her life. And that's the way it's supposed to be with you and I. We got to push. We got to press. We got to persevere. And we know that if we do these things in due time and in due season, we will reap if we faint not. Amen. 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 I hope that you have enjoyed this Bible study. I have enjoyed teaching it. And so... I hope that you will go back and you think about it. Even think about the story of the little engine that thought it could. And you think about this lady who thought she could. And she knew she had to just but touch the hem of his garment. She knew that she just had to just touch his clothes. Get to where Jesus is. She could be made whole. So you keep pressing. You keep pushing, and if you don't quit in due season, you will reap if you faint not.
Amen. So you be blessed in the Lord. And until we meet again, this is Evangelist Valerie Laurie saying, sharing the word of God. Amen. And you be blessed. Bye-bye.